Welcome to another podcast from the Safaricom Newsroom. In today's show, it's all about jazz. I'm sure you've heard that song before. It's one of the most popular jazz songs of all time. Take 5 by Dave Brubeck. So, what is jazz music? Where did it come from? And what is it all about? Join me, Julian Masharia, as I take you on a journey through jazz. I see skies of blue Clouds of white Bright blessed days Dark sacred nights And I think to myself What a wonderful world. That right there is the legendary Louis Armstrong performing What a Wonderful World. Louis first recorded it in 1967. His nickname, Such Mo, the American trumpeter, is one of the most influential figures in jazz music. Believe it or not, in 1960, he embarked on his second tour of Africa. And did you know he was booked for four shows in Kenya? Just imagine, Sachmo was performing right here in Nairobi at City Hall and at Afraha Stadium, which those days was called Nakuru African Stadium. Louis Armstrong was in Kenya. Now, one of the musicians Sachmo influenced is Cameroon's Manu Dibango, who is performing this year in Nairobi at the 2018 Safaricom International Jazz Festival. That's on 1st May at the Carnival. You better be there. Safaricom continues to make jazz music accessible through the festival. We spoke to Kavutha Mwanzia, who most of you know from Project Fame. She is the festival's director, and this is what she had to say about what it's doing for the jazz culture. I think what the Jazz Festival has done is then just sort of opened up a place that there was a bubbling under jazz culture. Uh, I've said a lot of times that jazz is cool because we now have the funkiest festival. But jazz has always been there. But I think it has also encouraged other musicians to say, oh, I like that music, I didn't think I could make a living out of it, or I didn't think anybody really cared, and they began to play it. And so the jazz culture in Kenya is actually quite large. What we need to do as jazz, older jazz musicians is begin to, to export our jazz music out. And I think that's one of the things that people will then begin to see us as a jazz hub. Because it's easy for South Africans to say they have jazz. They have Huma Sakela, they have Abdallah Ibrahim. They have such a big culture of jazz music that Kenya hasn't had the opportunity to do so. But I think in my generation, I hope, in my generation, maybe the generation just after mine, that jazz, Kenyan jazz will now find its way on, on the world stage. So let me tell you a little bit about jazz. Jazz has roots in West African cultural and music expression. As jazz spread around the world, it drew on different national, regional, and local musical cultures like every country contributed something. 
which gave rise to many distinctive styles. But what is jazz music all about? We asked Lakanyaga of Shamsi Music to give us his jazz story. We play jazz fusion music, uh, which I blend different elements of African music, uh, and all the influences like rock and swing, uh, soul, and put it together with jazz to make something that's uniquely Kenyan and something that's fresh. We came together in October 2014. At that time, we were coming together to play for a benefit concert. And we just kind of, you know, flowed with the vibe of each other and kind of realized that there's something there that we wanted to pursue. So we, we got together, started, you know, playing each other's music, learning each other's music, and then eventually wrote music of our own. Uh, we went into studio last year and recorded an album, it's called The Audition, uh, and that's available now. Jazz music is really about expression. Um, where it came from was really someone who was just trying to express themselves, the situation that they were in, and try and get out of that um, through song, through music. Art is a, is a brilliant escape from uh, different things that, that affect humanity. It has to conform to the culture or the group of people where it's being played or that it represents. That's Laka Nyaga, a sax player from the band Shamsi Music, a fusion band based here in Nairobi who've been jazzifying some cool local ethnic songs. Bokani Daya, a jazz pianist from South Africa, gives his views as well. Jazz for me, I mean, a lot of people argue about what jazz is, but... Um... I think uh, what we can all kind of agree upon is that uh, there is some improvisation element to it. So, so the song that you play will sound different every time that you play it because you, you have that space to maneuver, you know? It's not, a, it's not a thing where you have to play everything exactly like you played it before. So that keeps it fresh and it keeps it exciting depending on how you want to express it on that day. Depends on the vibe on the day. You can decide you want to take it this way or this way, and at least, you know, uh, jazz gives you the freedom to do that. I then caught up with Edward Parsin from the Different Faces Band, one of Kenya's newer and well-known jazz bands, talking about his jazz journey and his thoughts on the local space. After learning my classical skills, I tried to improvise, and that's when I eventually started playing salsa, I, play, I played merengue, then I went to the jazz. It was a natural process because I like improvising. We played a lot of local tunes which we jazzified the same way now Shamsi and uh, Nairobi Horns are doing. So we played a couple of ethnic stuff, a couple of local local music. Of course we played some wild, some wild grooves and uh, some urban and pop stuff. It's much better now that we have guys like Safaricom sponsoring uh, these kinds of events. Um, we started with nothing. I mean, some of us didn't even have gigs when we were, when we were starting out. But now, we, now we're busy, there are more groups coming up. I mean, you, you've seen Shamsi, you've seen Nairobi Horns Project. There are a lot of other smaller groups now that are they're really inspired to play now because the space is wider, the space is much better and people are making money from this. I, th I think them getting to, 
to see this kind of crowds coming here to listen to jazz musicians, one, would really, really inspire them to try and play because they, now they can see that you can actually make a living out of it. Secondly, I think it's really inspirational to see Kenyan bands that are, that are playing our own kind of music, but it's still jazz, still deemed as jazz. So it's, it's really getting cool to be a jazz musician. Next up, Mokua Rabai from the Fresh Nairobi Horns Project. He's talking to us about his early jazz influences and how his sound has developed over time. When I was growing up, I, you know, I used to sing to the music on radio, and music was, has always been a part of me. So I was in the band when I was in Sunday school. So I just picked the instrument, and then luckily enough, I went to a high school where there was a brass band, and I joined the brass band, and that's how it started. Uh, the journey started so far. I really look up to a guy called Chris Porter, he's a saxophonist. Uh, Leon Olweke, Kina Richard Bona, he's a really good musician. Pat Matheny, who are really phenomenal. I always listen to their music, and you know what? Garbage in, garbage out. What you listen is what comes out. So, yeah, I'm influenced by quite a myriad of uh, genres out there, not necessarily international, even local artists, you know, the likes of Jacob Basio, Aaron Rimbui, these are people who have gone before us, you know, uh, Eddie Gray, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you bring it home, it means you're bringing it home, uh, you're giving Kenyans a taste of their music, but then you tweak it, yeah, and then, yeah, you, you'd be surprised how people, you know, jump up and down and rock to the music which they relate to. It's very easy to give them music they relate to other than something strange. You know, music is music. Is music. It cuts across everyone. It makes uh, an old man dance, it makes a young man dance. It's music for everyone. So as we continue to break down jazz, its origins and its elements, jazz borrowed from African music and European music. From African music, we got the rhythm and the feel and the tradition of playing an instrument in your own expressive way, kind of making it an extension of your own voice. Listen to this, Huma Sakela from South Africa. From European music, jazz got its harmony. That's the chords that accompany the melody and the instruments. Incidentally, most of the instruments used in jazz have originated from Europe, like the saxophone, the trumpet, piano, you know. The legend Miles Davis, with his iconic track, So What? So for Kenya, the 60s were a great time because they also saw the arrival of some modern Congolese jazz bands. And best known was led by Pascal Onema, who had picked the trend from Kinshasa's Joseph Kabasele. Yeah, before they started doing rumba, they were doing jazz. But his jazz music was fusing the rhythm with some rumba, samba and bolero styles. He is credited as having the first resident Congolese modern jazz band. Oh, 
Hey, I never said I was an expert in jazz, so let's speak to a guru, Dr. Duncan Miano. He holds a PhD in music. I know. Uh, my name is Duncan Wambugu, a practicing musician. I'm a pianist, I'm an organist, but I also am a conductor. Of course, jazz is a style of music, of course, originated from uh, the African-Americans in, in the U.S. Their heritage, which was, of course, African, and the sounds and the music that they found in, in America. The fusion of it became now what they call jazz. So you have the melodies, but also now you get the sense of rhythm. That is what jazz, um, to me, is all about. But um, some people also look at it as a lifestyle. I mean, it's a, it's a way of life. It's, it's, a, it's an expression of, of uh, who, who they are, um, and especially more the jazz musicians and those who practice and live um, out of out of jazz, so it's both music and uh, I would say more lifestyle. So for the longest time, we have been playing jazz, but more more in the sense of aping what other people have done, then putting a little bit of your own uh, Kenyan expression in it, which is where the improvisation comes. But of late, uh, we've seen Kenyan jazz musicians now beginning to adopt our own melodies, our own songs from Kenya and rewriting them or restructuring them in, in a jazz way. And even people now composing uh, some jazz songs that are, what I would say, in a Kenyan style. But in terms of Kenyan jazz musicians, the name, you know, Aaron Rimbui comes to mind. Around the 1990s, Jazz bars in Nairobi started opening up. Thursday was usually jazz night. There was jazz cafe at Yaya Center. Then there was Tuna Tree at the former international casino complex that's around Museum Hill. And then in town, the Great Green Corner. Now, I head over to meet Eric Wainaina, one of Kenya's most accomplished artists and alumni of the renowned Berkeley College of Music, who actually lived and experienced this era and whose work has been influenced by jazz. I find him in his studio, busy working on his latest album. This is exclusive. It's not the same. My name is Eric Wanaina. I am a producer, songwriter, performer, father, husband, cat lover from Nairobi, Kenya. What comes to mind when I think of jazz is improvisation. Initially, jazz was the musician's playfield, in a sense, you know, uh, because it was the improviser's playfield. Very often, uh, songs were handed down and you sang them as they were presented to you. But jazz gave musicians an opportunity to depart use the song as a base and then take it somewhere else from there. And I think for me that's, uh, that freedom is what uh, jazz represents to me. Well, I think the Kenyan jazz scene continues to grow, you know. Part of the problem, or I don't know whether it's a problem, is, is we shouldn't be trying to define it. Let people express themselves, right? That thing can then be called Kenyan jazz. Um, whether you're talking about sort of uh, the Bata Shoe Boys band, you know, with that song that they did, which was I think has been used for Vyoja Makamani for the longest time. As in that's, I've heard Chris Bitok, the saxophonist, do a version of that, right? And it's amazing, as in like, uh, so you take what the Bata Shoe Boys have done, right? And then you, and use that as your bass, and you go, you know?
the Butter Shoe Boys Band. They were made up of two brothers, Paddy and Rocky. Remember Sachmo, Louis Armstrong, when he came to Kenya in the 60s? These guys shared a stage with him. I mean, how epic is that? And by the way, the TV show Vyoja Mahakamani, they still use that song as their signature tune until today. Catch it on KBC sometime. Uh, right now, uh, me and a friend of mine are writing a musical based on uh, it's a romance that takes place in the Starlight Club. The Starlight Club sort of launched in the 1960s. A lot of musicians were borrowing uh, what was happening with James Brown, um, was coming out of South Africa, you know. So when you hear people like the Mighty Cavaliers uh, and the kind of sound that they were coming out with, it's uh, it's jazz in the sense that it is taking all these different influences and throwing them into a pot, you know, which I think is pretty much even where the word jazz came from. It's like, what's all that jazz? It's, you know, it's 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 what's that thing that has just come together and been mixed, you know? Um, and so I think that Kenyan jazz musicians, if there's something out that they're doing which is, is fantastic, is not allowing themselves to be boxed in, you know? Just do your thing, and that in itself will be jazz. <laughs> Another key influence in the development of Kenyan jazz is Robbie Armstrong. He opened the Starlight Nightclub, one of the best-known high-end entertainment spots in Nairobi. The Starlight Club, which used to be at the upper end of Kenyatta Avenue, hosted the one and only jazz legend Dizzy Gillespie in 1973 on Independence Day celebrations. Man, what a gift to be living in Nairobi then. Nairobi's jazz scene is quickly growing and you can pretty much catch a live jazz band every day of the week. But today I'm at Art Cafe in Westlands. It's a chic New York style lounge, sleek interiors, cool people. There's always a lively crowd here. Some are enjoying sundowners, others dig into their pastries as they sip a coffee. And all this as they enjoy smooth tunes from the live jazz band. Jacob Asio is one of Kenya's top jazz pianists. He has been playing professionally and commercially for more than 10 years. I am Jacob Ochodo Asio from Class 8 North. No, 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 I'm Jacob Asio. <laughs> I will start with um, where and how I got my break. They referred to themselves at the time as Jazz Q. And Jazz Q was Kim Gray, I mean, a great three Takimani, uh, Lucas Musioka, what's his name, basically, Athman Mponda. They had a rotating door for singers. So I mean, there was Jennifer Moncherie, there was Regina Ray. And they set the standard, literally. I mean, they, they were unappreciated, completely criminally under-ignored. There was that, there was Home Team, there was uh, Paul Mpaye, there was Jack Odongo and uh, the African Heritage. Completely way before their time, way before their time. And you know, I mean, there wasn't any social media... The appreciation isn't the same, but they've been, we stand on their shoulders, literally. I mean, a lot of people use that as cliche terms or as a cliche term, but we are definitely here because of them. Without them, we've not even have gotten this far. I started playing standards, just standards in hotels, and eventually I had to develop my own sound and grow my own sound, and that's why I'm still here. But jazz in particular, it's just an affinity that I picked up as a child. What's the first memory you have of ever listening to a jazz track? And perhaps tell us, the artist, did you learn how to play it? I always answer that question by saying Tom and Jerry, because it was Scott Bradley's music. And it, uh, the first jazz standard that I recognize is In the Mood by Glenn Miller. 
and it plays in an episode called The Ten Million Dollar Cut. <laughs> So we've spoken to all the professionals. I've given you some history, but what about you and me? What does jazz mean for the everyday person? Uh, this is a new experience for me, actually. Um, I haven't really listened to much, but it's, it's one that I think I'm going to keep coming for this concert more because it's actually enjoy the music. I didn't realize that. The live performances really got to me. When you hear it on radio, it's not the same. When you come face to face and you interact with the artists, is when you actually enjoy the music more. Um, I do like jazz music. I don't listen to it a lot, but there are times where I just, you know, I'm in my room, and I'm I'm a writer, so sometimes I need like a little bit of brain inspiration. So I just put on a little jazz, and then I'm good to go. Over time, it's becoming a quiet taste. It's really that's the funkiness, the grooviness. Um, I'm a huge fan of bass players generally, so most of the times when I'm listening to jazz music, that's what I'm listening to. I love the trumpets, I love the drums, and I love the shouting, of course. But I would love to learn how to play the trumpet. I love it. I love the trumpet. That's why I'm here. It makes you feel good. I'm more interested on in the intricacies of the instruments and the art itself of playing the saxophone. Um, it just makes you feel wow, you know, people are really talented. I don't know, it just feels like our roots, you know, it's very African-American, I kind of feel that. So it feels very true to who I am as an African. So, as we celebrate this year's International Jazz Day, remember that jazz music is not defined by one person or one moment in time. It's a musical language that continues to evolve, where each musician is a free spirit in their composition. And when these musicians come together, they create an open sky of great, awesome music. Thank you for taking this journey with me. I've been your host, Julian Masharia, from the Safaricom Newsroom. Keep it jazzy. <laughs>